2: We are breaking down all aspects of Yankee baseball. This is the Bronx Pinstripe Show with your hosts Andrew Rotondi and Scott Reinen. Let's go.
3: What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Bronx Pinstripe Show, the last episode of the unofficial first half of the season before the All-Star break, brought to you today by Oakley for one final time. They have established themselves as the sunglasses company made for activities, but they also have eye everyday eyewear as well. Go check them out, oakley.com. You will not be disappointed. I am disappointed, however, Scott. In the Yankees, once again, on the final day before the All-Star break, I feel like in seven years, eight years doing this podcast, six out of the eight, we have done
2: an episode the night before the All-Star break where we're like,
3: you know, that was pretty terrible.
2: Yeah, why can't they just go in with a, a head of steam? And be like, you know, this is going to be a, this is going to be a nice little cap off of a good first half. We're all excited. Need the break. We're going to celebrate, relax a little bit, and get fired up for the second half. Maybe a new guy will be added. I, you know, I don't, I don't know if we've ever had that to be honest. Since we've been doing this, you're right. Like this has been a pain point in each season. It seems like, and we're all like, well, hopefully they'll turn the corner. Uh, last year, I guess last year, if you look at it, they were. They were at least playing really well for the majority of the first half. Um, but that ended quickly. Um, yeah, man, it's just, you know, it's one of those things that's that's difficult and 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 not fun to walk into an all-star break when you're when your team is reeling a little bit, losing two or three. You should have won today. No doubt about it, should have won today. Um, and and that flips the script a little bit. But at the same time, it's like you know, I know we're going to talk about the news and all these things, but you get you get a you get a scapegoat firing on the last day of the first half with with uh, with Lawson getting canned um, as the hitting coach. You know, it just it just it just feels like at this point you're they're doing everything but but taking care of the actual problem. One of the problems, the probably the biggest problem in my eyes, uh, and this is something that we've been saying for three plus years now, and that's Aaron Boone.
3: Yeah, the obligatory fire the hitting coach because the team has been struggling offensively for the entire first half and once again all weekend didn't look good offensively. I mean, that decision was clearly made maybe weeks ago, like days at least days ago, right? They're not making that decision in the hour and 45 minutes
2: between final no. pitch and the firing happening. So, they probably decision- already have people lined up and who they want. If they if they're going to add someone because they've already said that they want this person to be in place by the first uh, first series of of next uh, of the second half, which to me means they already have someone in mind. Because if they didn't, and they're going to an open search, yeah, good luck finding somebody in a week, and then uh, and then and then telling us that you believe in that decision right. after looking for a week.
3: Well, it just would have been hilarious if they scored like sixteen runs today, yeah. <laughs> and then and then fired them right after the game. Uh, yeah, to your point, they've they've done everything. They've they've changed coaches around Boone they've changed players.
2: multiple times man multiple times like some multiple times they've 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 gotten rid of his guys who've become managers everywhere else two of them are managers now one of them you know a very successful team at the end of last year and you're looking at you're looking at let, let's just change everything around this guy who we extend who everybody outside that organization realizes that the guy's is an issue except for the people inside the inside the inside the brass of the organization for whatever fucking reason
3: Even if the hitting coach, pitching coach, bullpen coach, catching coach, outfield drills coordinator, uh, freaking guy who rakes the infield, the, the janitor who cleans the shit stains off the toilet, even if all of those are the problem, when you leave the manager, when you leave the head of the snake still there, it's really hard for things to change.
2: Yes. The culture is the culture. You can't have someone who's not the head guy change a culture. It doesn't work that way. If the culture doesn't change from the top, and they said, and there's a new tone set, new process, new new everyday routines, new new vibe, new new whatever you want to call it, that starts with the manager. Hitting coach is going to come in, and you know maybe the maybe the hitting coach is going to be Austin Wells. That's, that's something,
3: you know, he's, I mean, well, the, the, the funny thing, Austin Wells has made the biggest contribution to the Yankees hitting coaching staff all season. So if we're talking about that,
2: that, that's an embarrassment. Like that's a black mark on this team. This is not a a minor leaguer in double a now uh, making, making the largest uh, hitting adjustment on the team on an off day.
3: That's embarrassing. Completely, and this is not a defense of Dylan Lawson. Like he should have lost a job. The Yankees' offense is pathetic, and it should not be this pathetic. They have, en- they should have enough offensive talent in that lineup, even without Aaron Judge, to score more runs than they are to be one of the worst teams offensively in baseball. There was a stat that that was being thrown around our chat where the Yankees rank, uh, Ilya, if you could maybe just throw this in the chat and I'll read it, where they they, I don't want to butcher this, but something like they still rank top five in home runs, but bottom five in everything Oh, it's else.
2: OPS, yeah. I, I threw that in there that night. I saw You that. did it. And it's like almost impossible to do. It,
3: it's basically Josh Donaldson's line. Yeah, for the team. Where he has 10 home runs and 14 hits on the season. So it's whoop dee 10 home runs. You have 14 hits. Like, it's great that you've hit 10 home runs, but you have 14 hits. And it's july 9th and you have 14 hits like how how is that possible how is it july 9th and he has 14 so
2: so this came from uh pete Pete nana who's uh uh, follows us on i think it was twitter it came from i could be wrong but the yankees are fifth in team home runs in baseball and 21st in ops every other team in the top five for home runs are also in the top five for ops so it it's 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 a set that makes no sense for the yankees yeah, a bunch of it's, stupid solo home runs. Uh, maybe, right. maybe, maybe today, maybe today. It's, it's what we've been, it's what we've been frustrated with for the last however many years when the true, the three true outcomes are in play all the time. It's just not, it's not good baseball. It's not good, not good strategy. It's not good. You need Cameron Maben to come in and save it. Maybe, Cam- yo, is he going to be the hitting coach? Well, I swear to God, if, if Cameron Maben comes in as the hitting coach, they they need to they need to give us a finder's fee,
3: and they're they're 28th in batting average. They're 26th in OBP. They're 13th in slugging. They're 20th in OPS plus. They're 22nd in OPS. They uh, have the the most runners left on base. Oh excuse me, they have the fewest runners left on base, which might sound like a good thing. That's Except, that's confusing.
2: I thought Ilya, when you yeah, put it in there, I thought you had on. it backwards. I was like, are they worst?
3: Because the, the Braves no. are okay. So the Braves are second at five hundred seventy-four. So this is where it's a little bit of a mind fuck because you're like, oh, the the Braves are the best team in baseball <laughs> potentially, and they have five hundred seventy-four runners left on base. The Yankees only have 511 runners left on base. But, but that's because the Braves give a fuck ton there, of runners on there's base. A, there's a difference to why those are th- – the Yankees don't get anybody on base, and they leave everyone on base. So any runner that gets on base gets left on base. The Braves score a bunch of runs, but just also leave a lot of runners on base because everybody gets on base.
2: What an insane stat when you see those two next to each other. Yeah, and then and how – Like where how, do the Braves rank in How bad it is for the Yankees to be in that stat.
3: Where do the Braves rank in runs per game? Because I guarantee you it's top five. So, but the Yankees are bottom. So, yeah, it's just, it's been awful. Lawson gets fired after the game, Cashman said uh, in his statement. It's been uh, been well-documented that I have been reluctant in the past to make changes to our coaching staff in the middle of a season. I'm a big believer that... So this is
2: serious. I mean it. I am a big
3: believer that successes and failures are collective efforts. However, I ultimately felt that a change was needed and that a new voice overseeing our hitting operations would give us the best chance to perform closer to our capabilities as we move forward to the second half of the season.
2: You know, the, 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 like, it's almost like referring to yourself in third person when you do a callback on yourself about your tendencies and the way that you've, you know, proceeded in the past. You're, you know, this, this is different. We're going to, Things are going to change because I I don't do this. This is not something I normally do, but Lawson, he's got to go. We need a new voice.
3: It's just like who's firing, the voice? Firing a hitting coach, firing a pitching coach again, do it all. None of it really matters until you fire the head. Until you fire Boone, nothing's going to change. So you could bring in a new hitting coach. You could be the best goddamn hitting coach ever to walk the face of the earth. And unless Josh Donaldson is going to do anything other than hit home runs and then go 0 for his next 27. Unless Giancarlo Stanton is going to look like the Giancarlo Stanton who hit two home runs on Saturday and not the rest of the time Giancarlo Stanton. Anthony Rizzo, has he been on base more than five times since that weird neck issue, shoulder neck thing with Tatis Jr.? Not a lot, but yeah. Like, Gleyber Torres, two hits today, great. Crippling, absolutely crippling error to cost you the game. None yeah, that, that's that, going to that, change with the hitting coach
2: when you when you look at that error um i mean you're the first person i thought of when i saw it happen i was like oh he's losing his shit. and he's with his dad this is probably oh, a really was, happy
3: household harrison was literally laughing as my dad was screaming <laughs> at the television
2: <laughs> who is this crazy person that's that they that's all that's i think related to me um yeah you know I mean, it's same shit, you, you different day with Glaber Torres. Are you guys like?
3: Are, am I the only one that is completely fed up with Glaber Torres? No, no,
2: no. Cool. I went. I, I hit Reddit. Reddit's Reddit's lost their shit with Glaber Torres too. I, I I was in the com. I was in the uh, the the Reddit threads, and there's some people not very happy with. Gleyber. Look, he's just he's one of those mind. I, I saw someone say that. You know, this is the most frustrated I've been with a player since Gary Sanchez. So you you can tell it's like he's the Gary IQ. Sanchez of second baseman. It's a baseball IQ thing, right? Yes, like that's dumb. that's where the frustration gets he's dumb baseball. Gets dumb gets, at baseball. Uh, gets that high. It's a it's a it's a you you don't play baseball type frustration. But yeah, man, like that that play that's that's an easy play. That's an easy play. It's it's probably an unassisted double play. If it's assisted, it's a nice little flip, the little little backhand flip to Volpe. Volpe beginning ending gets for the ball. Four Inning to one ended.
3: cruising into the Four late innings. You can yeah. empty your bullpen because because it's a all star break coming And up. They
2: did. Oh, they did. How many? How many people came in after Herman? Six, seven? Was it? It was. It was a. Well, it was, well even though Domingo
3: Herman was looking like the Domingo Herman who pitched a perfect game, Aaron Boone wanted to pull him because he wanted to get him on a real high note going into the second half. Makes no sense. Makes, As if pitching a perfect game last week isn't a real. How many high pitches note did he have? Him? Seventy-six, somewhere around there. 76? 70 something. Do you, do you realize this was the plan all along, right? Because the All Star break is this week. I'm. I'm not even going to look at what what's happening in front of me on the field. No, yeah. no, no. The plan is Domingo Herman, and then we empty the bullpen because it's the all-star break. Mm-hmm. Nothing else mattered. Domingo Herman, literally the only way he was staying in that game was, he was pitching another perfect game.
2: Yeah, I mean, he, he was in complete control. The pitch count was under control and yeah, decided to pull him uh, because he wanted to leave him on the high note. Literally, the man just threw a perfect game two starts ago and I he's at 76 ashes it's, it's complete acid. Right. <laughs> so, it's not like... You're, if you're looking at track record and third time through the the order and all these things like okay but but um aaron he just pitched a perfect game it's just the, the start before this the start two starts before this uh, it's what am,
3: what amazes me is aaron Boone can still find things to say that are dumber than the thing he said last week and decisions that are dumber than this the decision last week He is completely ill-equipped to be a manager.
2: (laughs) Uh, You know, I've said this name in the past, and it's like, I feel like if you were to change a manager at this point, you got to do it with someone that's got some some moxie and some clout within the organization, some some respect, yeah, some chutzpah, some some uh, track record. You know, wearing pinstripes. This is where Willie Randolph walks in and just owns this team. and changes the way things are he's been out of baseball a long time i don't get he's fine but we know he can do it he's been around baseball for a while he's got managerial experience it's not like aaron boone in that sense like but that's managed since the mets though right like this is his last manager job
3: yeah that was in the late 2000 like 2000 he got fired in what 2007
2: 2008 i don't remember the year but i can tell you this i don't care I don't care. I want a I want a no nonsense baseball guy coming in who knows what to do. He follows the game. He knows what to do. He can. And again, it's it's a it's about it's about the messaging. It's about it's about the the culture of the team. It's about the the uh, accountability. It's about the things that will actually make these guys play to the level of their talent. Because as you started the show, there's talent. There's enough talent here. Aaron Judge is not here, but there's enough talent for this team to be better than they are, and they're not playing to their capabilities. And then you got guys like Aaron Hicks going out to getting dismissed from the team because he was dog shit, and going to Baltimore, who oh by the way is two games or two games out of first place right now, hit a three run home run today, was is has been lighting it up and a a major contributor since he signed with that team, like 860 OPS since he's how do you explain that? How do you possibly explain that? Besides that's the fact I'm that, playing. like, he's still a baseball player that's playing baseball a week after he got released in a different uniform in a different clubhouse, that and he's breaking,
3: grow beard. So, I've said this a lot with Glaber. It's like certain times I think he needs to be pulled off the field just to send a message because there's been so many times that Glaber has done something so dumb and so crushing, so backbreaking on a field that. I'm at a point where you have to pull him. You have to treat him like he's a toddler, and you have to just put him in timeout. And Boone just continues to let him go out there, and it's it's more about the culture and the messaging than it is literally letting Glaber Torres stay out there. After the game, he actually said Boone did. I don't think he's made an outlandish number of errors at second base. Is that really the like? He leads the league
2: in in errors of
3: second base. But but Boone can't just lead the league. But, but he, why can't Boone just say, yeah, he needs to make that play. That's a routine double play, and we're out of the inning, and we likely win the game. And he didn't make it, and it crushed the game for us. Why can't he say that? Why does he have to still defend him when there is no
2: defense at that point? Yeah, it doesn't. When you start defending people in, culture, in non-defensible situations, the culture, situations, is, the culture yes, is there's rotten. no accountability. Right? It,
3: it, 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 there's not been accountability since he took the job in 2018. They acted like their shit don't stick, even though they didn't win a goddamn thing, and they got worse every year under Aaron Boone. 2017, a, a game away from the World Series. 2018, bounced in the first round of the playoffs. momentum from 16. 2019 closer, but not as far as 2017, 2020 awful, just completely not like, didn't give a crap. None of them gave a crap 2021, even worse 2022. They, they acted like they won the world series in June and then they went 500 the rest of the way and got spanked by the Astros in the playoffs. Why does anybody think this is going to be different this year? It's gonna be the same crap. They might not even make playoffs because they're not in the playoffs
2: right now. Yeah, they're a game out of the and last they're mark, trailing.
3: Right? They're trailing down. They're spiraling
2: down. One game out of last place.
3: Yeah, the or Red Sox. The, give it, give it. Twelve days after the All Star break, the Red Sox would be three games up.
2: <laughs> yeah. So, um, Carlos Rodon pitched on Friday night. That was that was something yeah. What the Yanks have one hit. Yeah, Yankees didn't hit. Yankees. I mean, if if anybody's sitting here and saying Carlos Rodon, uh, you know, didn't have a good start, didn't 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 perform, you it was know, great. good. It was fine. He was fine. He was fine. It was nice to see him pitch for the first time. <laughs> <was> in <fine>. July. <laughs> he was out there, you know, for the first time. Was limited. Obviously, gave up one. You know, the home run to uh, to Bellinger, who he got snake bit uh, by by Bellinger. Beat him to the spot. Was looking for it. Uh, other than that you know he walked a couple guys a little rust towards the end of it i'd say but for the most part the first few innings like controlled you can see how the guy uh you know just goes out there and asserts his dominance you know and it's pretty unbelievable when you see that he's only throwing really two pitches it's yeah. the, the the you know the four seam and then the slider and he it's a, that's a reliever that's a reliever you know repertoire for for pitches and the guy does it as a as a consistent starter so that, that's pretty impressive how he can uh how he can still be as effective as he is
3: he topped out at 97.4 4 miles an hour It looked really really good um i'm i'm i was
2: <laughs>
3: the cynic in me the whole time leading up to the start it's like he's gonna get scratched something's gonna go wrong here but I'm, <laughs> I'm very happy that it didn't it like like you said a couple weeks ago or a couple uh a couple episodes ago, probably throw a sim game over the all-star break so he can get uh ramped up in pitches and going but yeah it's great that he's back but they they got shut down offensively so it's like is pitching been the problem no obviously it's nice he's back and it's nice he's going to be pitching but this team feels hopeless this team feels hopeless right now with the offense
2: Yeah, so I know that we're going to be doing our uh, our GM preview this week, the preview of the trade deadline, which is going to be the uh, uh, us looking around the league and identifying people and and teams uh, that will be looking for players, selling players. You know, have the tendencies, and we're going to go through all that and see who's likely, and then we'll have another follow up episode about our plans. And you know, that's what I'm thinking of right now. I'm thinking of of who who's coming in to to help the ship because the ship needs help. And I, you know, you could pick one guy, you could pick two guys. uh, And I'm not, I'm I'm not sure that that's going to do the job uh, for, for, for what they, for the way that they, the team is, because as we've said throughout this episode and in the past, man, it's like the culture is still the culture, the, the way that they are playing and the way that they have, uh, you know, the accountability or lack of is still there. So no matter who you bring in, I don't know how much that changes. I don't know how much that changes the, the, the full team at the end of the day.
3: I want to touch on something you mentioned before, but first, I want to tell everyone about game time, which is the easiest way to grab tickets to sporting events, concerts, comedy shows, theater. Or whatever the heck else you wanna to go to. The app has so many cool features and is very easy to use. It shows you trending tickets, uh, sections that have flash deals and cheap options. So if, that's, if you're just going for the cheapest option to get yourself in the building, you can do that with game time. There's even event cancellation protection so you can buy with confidence. Some of the many reasons why I like using the app is you get images of your seats before you buy. It's a super fast buying process, just two taps and you're done. And those tickets go directly to your phone so you don't have to dig through your email. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Bronx for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Buy tickets without stress with Game Time. Once again, by downloading the app, create an account, use code Bronx for twenty bucks off. Terms apply. You had mentioned that it was Cashman's decision, obviously, to make the coaching change, and you're questioning: It's like, why is that not coming from the manager? Like, why is because it's the manager's staff? So why is the manager not? Well, how much say does Boone have? Why is he not making the decision? Why is it Cashman making the decision? I mean, I I don't think it should be the manager's decision. But why do you think it should be the manager's decision?
2: Well, you know, you think about this is something we were talking about before we were recording. So the the when I when I see a uh, someone on the staff being changed, it, there's there's obviously an issue with uh, with with results, with day to day, with you know the philosophy, with the way that the person is approaching their job and whatever uh, in whatever capacity and Usually, when a change—and I'm not just talking about baseball—I'm talking about it in general—when when that happens, it's it's the the person who manages them is is the one that is identifying, and then yes, there are other people, other stakeholders that are involved with the decision, but that person is is reporting to somebody, and if usually the 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 one that's you're reporting to is the one making the. Making the actual move, talking about it, doing the things. Brian Cashman as the GM, I understand has has the full control of everything because that's what his job is at this point. We know that Boone is morally is merely a sock puppet, and I think this just reiterates that. I I want I want my manager to have guys have, playing certain roles, doing certain things. You know, I want that that person to be managing the staff among among the the players as well, but the staff and when when he gets you know someone on his team taken away from him by by the gm it just leads me to believe that there's no control of the staff either so there I, isn't I, though we knew it's that a, we, it feels like a problem and again to go back to the culture and the way that things are the, with the with the lack of accountability even and and this is also a piece of that it's it's saying to the team hey you're not hitting well let's get rid of the hitting coach the manager. If we're looking at anybody who's in the in the brass of the coaching staff, it's the manager that should be going at this point, not just the hitting coach. Well, do but, I think this but is, but is a shot, shot across Boone's bow? Either. Do you, do
3: you Hon- think this is a shot across Boone's bow?
2: No, I think it's expect. I think we all expected this. I'm not saying I didn't expect it. That 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 Brian Cashman's the guy delivering the news, delivering these things, and, and no, I know. But um, what I'm saying is, do you think this is
3: Cashman's?
2: No, because he's had multiple coaches that have been, that have been fired. Always in the off season though. Always in the off season. That's fine though, but this has never happened. This is unprecedented. This is the first time that Cashman's done this. So, so you could say that about any manager. There have been plenty of coaches fired in multiple off seasons, but this is, this is, this is, this is another coach under Aaron Boone that's fired. And if you, if you, if you forget, if everybody has, you know, done the men in black thing and forgotten, they put one, two, three people with managerial experience in the in the in the dugout with him as a you know as a as a way to support the fact that this man hasn't done that before. And and Lawson's the guy that that gets the uh gets the boot. And again, like after the chicken parm thing with with Volpe, like it's just a black mark that's very public and it looks terrible. And it is terrible, honestly, it's terrible. You should be picking that up. Austin Wells on an off day with Volpe's parents eating chicken parm and you know but in New Jersey, wherever the hell they were, should not be should not be making drastic changes to someone's uh, you know, approach at the plate that hasn't been caught on, on a day-to-day basis when people are watching film and watching them with their own eyes, up close and personal, every single day.
3: So I think my perception of a coaching staff, of a managerial staff, is it's like they're a team like Boone, Lawson, yeah. Blake. All the coaches on down to to all to all of them. They're they're a unit, they're a team. And so Boone is gonna defend them the same way he defends his players. Uh if Cashman is thought of as the not the enemy, that's not the right word, but the 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 big bad, right? He's the big bad boss that can make these decisions. Boone is gonna defend his hitting coach unless there's something literally egregious, like Boone knows he is not watching film or he knows he is. Actively sabotaging something. He's not going to want that guy fired because that's also a black mark on Boone's resume. That's a black mark on Boone. That's basically saying you don't have, you haven't been able to, to, manage because part of Boone's job is also to manage the hitting coach you manage the coaching staff and the team right so who's the problem who's the problem I know who the problem is you know who the problem is everyone (laughs) freaking knows who the problem is after today Harrison knows who the problem is (laughs) it's
2: Aaron Boone after my dad has screamed it 700 times here's the here's the underlying thing as well that 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 is not you know really being talked about too much Aaron Boone didn't choose any of his coaching staff which is unusual, very unusual. If you don't have if you don't have the the confidence in the manager that you just extended that is running your team on a day-to-day basis and making all the decisions on the field. If you don't have the confidence for that person to choose the people that he believes that uh, will 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 make the best staff and create the best culture and do the best things for his players, then what the fuck are we doing? Seriously, just end it right there. If you can't hire your own team, what are you doing? It's it's imperative to
3: hire your own team. Hire your own team, have a a huge say in who gets hired. Yes, Uh, Phil Nevin was the only guy that Boone was allowed to bring in back in 2018, right? And then they basically, when they fired Phil Nevin, they all but said, we think Phil Nevin had too much influence over Aaron Boone they were buddies they were buddies from like their 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 days coming up through baseball so they all but said when phil nevin got fired like no he was a bad influence over aaron boone
2: which which was at that point like the 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 masking of the nerds you're not listening to the nerds enough yes yeah yeah yeah. because nevin was stuffing them in lockers and giving them swirlies and i'm not saying that
3: phil nevin was all the answer the answer to all the Yankees' problems but like yeah, it's been a mess. This coaching staff. You, you on the surface, you think, oh, stability. Cashman's been there for since the mid '80s. Aaron, the Yankees have let managers go long tenures. Joe Tenure, Torre, ten, literally ten Joe, years. Joe Torre, a decade. Girardi, a decade. Aaron Boone on his way to a decade. But <sighs> under underneath Aaron Boone in these is this his sixth sixth season. Uh 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23. This is his sixth season. As he's already managed six seasons. Holy
2: crap. Sixth How season. long have we been doing how long have we been doing this show? Eight. Eight. So we we had two at Girardi and then and then and maybe then. nine. No, we've been doing this show. This is our ninth nine, season. Yeah. We, we, had we started two. in 15. Whatever.
3: <laughs> but my point is that there's been so much change and turmoil underneath just Cashman and Boone. Like it's a, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a mirage that there's been consistency. There's right. been a lot of inconsistency in the Yankees coaching staff. The, the
2: consistency also happened when the, when the team was winning the team, the team had won championships under both, under both people. Granted Girardi, you know, really played that that first year out for, for the next nine. But, um, what was the second? He started in 08. They right. missed the playoffs. 109. Second year then. Sorry. Second year. To, to win the championship and and you know rode that into the, the 10th year and then ultimately I, but you know you what you had, had one of his better coach managing uh, years in the year he got fired actually and
3: I also think he also had his best managerial years in like 13-14 when those teams were garbage yeah Vernon Wells playing left field, Andrew Jones playing, you know, hitting cleanup and the team still won mid eighties games.
2: You gave, if you give Aaron, you can replace a lot of those names with some of the guys on this team right now and be, be Josh Donaldson, uh, name your outfielder. You could name a lot of the same guys. That team
3: had an aging Alex Rodriguez and Derek Jeter. They did not have a, should still be in their prime. Giancarlo Stanton, Anthony Rizzo. Like, I'm sorry the talent that Boone has been given 18 through now is good it's not the best it's very very good there's been a lot of talent that has been on the Yankees roster in the past 6 seasons
2: we made this joke in the past but and, and it's a i think it's taking shape but yeah he did he had a ferrari he had the keys to a ferrari yep. and he has not had one tune up since that's what it's like you know what i'm just gonna go this thing is fine it doesn't need a mechanic ever you don't have to change the oil you don't have to do those things you don't have to you don't have to get new tires or balance you don't have to do any of that shit you just got to let it go and that's what he's done that's what it feels like he's done because the team has just gotten worse and when you have something at a high level and just gets worse it's like you don't do the routine maintenance you don't do the the things that you need to do around it and look man like the culture is a real problem. I think the culture is a real problem, and and I'm not talking about like the the positive way that they approach things. I, I think there's a lack of accountability. That's bullshit this
3: culture. Team. That that's fake. That's fake. That's clearly yeah. not working. I'm coddling these players and, and and just outright not outright defending them when they they should not be defended at all. After six years, can we say that doesn't work? I think so. I think so. Right, it's gotten before- it's gotten to a point, man. Um, Before we wrap it up, though, I just want to tell everyone one more time about Oakley. There is more than meets the eye with Oakley. They sponsored us for the past about month and a half, and we appreciate it so much. If you run, golf, train, or just want to look like your favorite athlete, you can do all of that with Oakley because they've got a pair of lenses for everything. On their website, you can shop by sport, baseball, golf, cycling, snow, and so much more. Oakley has everyday eyewear, too. They've so many different styles. I, I just know you're going to find something that you love. They also have the prism lens technology that, that I absolutely love. Scott loves. And, um, the two pair of Oakley's that they sent us, I'm going to be wearing for a long time.
2: This, My sister uh, loves them too. For the record. My sister absolutely loves them.
3: I've never met anyone who wears Oakley's that, that is not happy with them. When you wear Oakley, there is more than meets the eye. Go try for yourself. Uh, by going to oakley.com for more info and pick up a pair for yourself and maybe Oakley will be back with us again later this season. What do you want to wrap it up with?
2: I want to wrap it up with a couple things here. Did we draft someone yet? Do we the draft is tonight. Uh we are picking I think what 20 20 a couple picks away as we speak. Yeah, it's, it's, I, it was going to it was going to be very close the time we we're recording. So that that'll be interesting. We can lo- look to see uh you know what other Aaron Judge clone that they draft this year, um, yeah. that'll be that'll be interesting because
3: that's another I'll... thing. By the
2: way, Aaron Judge isn't playing again this year. You don't think he's playing at all this year? I mean, we haven't really gotten an update since the the non-update. He played he played catch in Oakland, and then what? Have we heard anything about Aaron Judge? No. Yeah, they're like maybe we should walk it back a little bit, not get everybody so excited.
3: I, I think best case scenario, he, like I said, he tries to come back late September just to give it a go because doctors are saying, Oh, you can't do any more damage than can't you've already done. You're you're gonna need to you're he's gonna need surgery in the offseason anyway. So he's gonna suit up because he's a gamer and try and try and play and he'll he'll DH for the last two weeks of the season
2: and into the playoffs if they make the playoffs. Um Cole was pretty good. My is a possibility that he uh Starts the All Star Game now? Is that that's what I heard today? Yeah, be, so Someone, uh, someone's not pitching or something's going yeah, but, on. So that Tuesday's going to be his day to throw anyway, right?
3: Because he pitched Saturday, so um Sunday, well Monday. No, it would be Wednesday. Would it be Wednesday? Right? He'll Sunday, pitch on Monday, Tuesday. Yeah, for sure. He didn't. I don't think he pitched last year because he pitched like the day before the the break. It, it would be a throw day if nothing else. That's what I'm saying.
2: Yeah. No, 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 no.
3: I'm not saying it would be his day to pitch. It would be his throw day.
2: Yeah, so if he's going start out there start. and and throwing an inning, then he should be fine. But yeah, so they, um, ESPN said Cole won't pitch in the All Star game. Will not. No. Oh. We were just, they were just talking about it today where he might start.
3: All right, whatever. I don't really care. If you just think back to last year, how many All Stars the Yankees had, and like like they had Cole, Cortez, Trevino, Stanton, Judge. And I think one more. I think a reliever. I think was Clay Holmes. Uh, uh Clay Holmes was an All Star too last year.
2: That yeah. Kind of okay. The the Padres. I feel like we should just uh, talk about nothing until the Yankees pick, just so we can see who it is. It's so close. It's so close. Okay, okay. they're on the clock. I what
3: think. Do you want let's to talk just,
2: about for the next five minutes. Let's. No, it's not going to be five minutes. If they're picking, they're picking at uh, number twenty six right now. Dylan Head just got got chosen uh, from the Padres. And the Yankees are on the clock. So, let's—if you were to guess at, at the position that they're looking at right now in the first round, what would you guess?
3: Uh, I, don't know. I feel like they draft a catcher every year.
2: <laughs> you gotta believe, like a lot of the, all the top end pitchers are.
3: You don't draft. Go, you don't draft position in a baseball draft. You draft talent. best best player, best player, yeah, best talent available is what you draft. Doesn't matter. So, what it is.
2: so you think that they're going to get a position player?
3: Here. I don't know. It might be a pitcher if the best pit, if if they deem the p- pitching is talent at their skill oh, yeah.
2: are any of the guys on the board that they've been that they've been actually looking at, or is everybody off at this point? So the
3: in the five minutes that I was watching ESPN with the draft, they were saying that this was a five player draft, and they all went in the top five.
2: <laughs> well, that makes sense if there's a five player draft. <laughs> they were the, the majority of them were also in like the final. Yeah, it was uh, the the two high school kids and then Florida and LSU. The pitchers uh, schemes and.
3: Didn't the, the Yankees also go through a stretch where their first round pick just never signed, they always went to college? Well, they stopped doing that. No, but they went through a stretch in like the 2000s where everyone they drafted just
2: Yeah, but ever since the money became slotted, you you can't do that anymore because you get screwed completely because then you don't have the dollars to pay anybody. That was the reason why Lighter um, um the Yankees picked him, I think at the after they picked Volpe in that draft, they picked Lighter In like the one of the later rounds, more more just in case he didn't go to Vanderbilt for whatever reason, but he was going to go to Vanderbilt, and then he did go to Vanderbilt, and Volpe obviously didn't, even though he committed there. Both guys.
3: Another quick update on Nestor that he threw today on Sunday felt good, hoping to return some point in the first week of August. So. Have we heard anything about Montas either? Is is he okay? So the Yankees are taking George Lombard Jr., who's a shortstop, third baseman, eighteen years old, out of Gulliver Prep in Florida. MLB ranked him as the thirty-first best player in the draft, and he went twenty-six. So value. they like value. him. Pick no thirty. Value
2: no, that's 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 worse. It's oh, bad. That's bad. Yeah, Sorry. yeah, yeah. What you just said <laughs> would be worse. <laughs> if you, the, the opposite of <laughs> that. They,
3: they got their guy.
2: They got their guy. So they obviously had that guy that kid circled, mm-hmm. and he was available. Okay, 31st, that's arbitrary. Someone picked that. Not the Yankees. Talent, talent-seeking talent Yankees.
3: 26th, 31st, it's all the same at that point. You know. Joel Sherman tweeted that, so it might not be official. I don't know He's how much He's faster than the MLB app. app. I got to wrap this up. So you can stay on and and announce the draft pick.
2: No, we're good. I think everyone's going
3: to know the draft. I'm listening to this.
2: I think we just did that. (laughs) All right. The all-star game, home run derby, all that stuff. Hopefully uh, take your, take your mind off the Yankees. Hopefully they come back in the second half and uh, get their heads out of their asses and, uh, and start playing baseball to a, you know what? New pitching, new hitting coach is going to change. New pitching coach while we're at at it. New hitting coach is going to change it. New Cameron Maven, Please. Cameron the only Mabin. thing that would get
3: me fired up for this second half of Yankees. Is it Cameron baseball, Mabin hitting coach? No, is a new manager.
2: Uh. Maybe Cameron. If, if, <laughs> You're, I would be fired up if Cam Mabin came in as hitting coach. I would be very fired A hitting
3: up. coach. I, I'm, I guess I'm glad they fired Lawson, but like, a hitting
2: coach can only do so much. These players need to start playing better. Do you think they actually so, listen to the hitting coach? No, the hitting coach is only supposed to look at film and tell them things, and he didn't do that. He didn't do that. Okay, <laughs>
3: fair <laughs> All right. That's going to wrap it up. We'll talk to you guys this week. We're going to be doing those GM episodes and so stay tuned for that.
2: Hey guys, thanks for listening to the Bronx Pinstripe Show. Make sure you find us on iTunes and subscribe so you can get all new episodes directly onto your phone. If you do like the show, we'd love for you to take a minute and give us a five-star rating and review on iTunes. It really helps us out and allows us to create more shows. We're on Twitter at Bronx Pinstripes and the same on Facebook. You can always find us there talking Yankee baseball. Thanks again, guys, for your support. Really appreciate it. And go Yankees.
1: Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in.